When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I want to start there, Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Canty and Carlin. Are you afraid of snakes? Because I'm terrified no. of them. No. no. Snakes and I are tight. Rattlers, garden snakes hardly even bother me. I've held them. I've wrapped a boa constrictor around my neck. Oh, now, my spiders, those spiders are the worst for me. They are the worst. You're a Slytherin. I never even knew. Okay, so why are spiders worse than snakes? Uh, I'm totally a Slytherin, by the way, and I'm proud. (laughs) So is Severus Snape, the greatest wizard who ever lived. Uh, 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 Dumbledore? I like a word. Do we know what house Dumbledore was in? Harry Potter talk with you on uh, ESPN Radio. (laughs) Um, So what was your question again? I got thrown off Why spiders over snakes? Um, Spiders are... uh, there's something about the way they crawl on you that's just mm. so uh, like you can just barely feel them. Like they could be there and you wouldn't even know. A snake, I'm aware that the vast majority of snakes aren't poisonous and can't do any damage to me. And if I run into one that's a big problem, I know I just need to get the hell out of the way. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't mess with you. You don't mess with me. The spider is going to pick the fight. The snake will not. See, I feel like most spiders you see on the wall, you can smush it. Sorry to all the spider people out there. But, yeah, I'm going to smush it on the wall. Whereas a snake. So I had a traumatic childhood event. I was playing hide-and-go-seek with the neighborhood kids. I don't even know if kids today still play hide-and-go-seek with their neighborhood friends. But I was playing hide-and-go-seek. And I was hiding behind the fence of my house. And we backed up to the woods, Aaron. And all of a sudden I looked down. There was a snake crawling off of my foot and trying to wrap itself around my ankle. I screamed. I was so traumatized. My parents had just built a big new swing set deal in the backyard. I was so afraid. I never went out there ever again. I'm still to this day. I can't even look at snakes on TV. Snakes will get you more than spiders. You know, the other one that doesn't get me at all. I'm cool with ghosts. Oh, me too. I feel like I've seen some ghosts. And, like, I don't think the ghosts are, like, mean and want to kill. I just think they have – I feel kind of bad for the spirit. You know, like, clearly something bad happened, which is why it's sort of trapped wherever it is. But I've stayed at a hotel and in a room right now that I'm sure was haunted. Like, I, I saw things happen that I am convinced 100%. And I would go and stay in the room again. You know, I feel like I made a new friend. You know, I, I, I want him over, you know. So if you're a ghost out there, you're listening right now, both Michelle and I are in your corner. You're not yeah. scary. Casper the friendly. I mean, when I was a kid and Casper came to laugh, I was like, wow, Devin Zawa, what a babe, right? I love too, Aaron, that you would be in the hotel room and there would be some rattling. You'd be like, oh, that's just Doug the ghost. So I like that we're on the same page there. DG, Are, baby. DG, DG. Are we seeing the ghosts of the New England Patriots, of a once proud dynasty? Are we seeing the, the ghost shreds left of what Bill jo- Belichick once had? Is, isn't the mystique and aura of the Patriots, hasn't it been gone for three years? I can't believe we're Since still Brady even, left? Yeah, bothering to have this conversation. Look, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Bill Belichick. I think he gets his team as well prepared as any coach in the NFL. And I'm not saying that there are pushovers. But this team's not going anywhere, Michelle. Like, 
Could they beat someone on it? You could with Mac Jones at quarterback. What is the best case scenario for them? Because with this current iteration of their like, I just don't think they could ever get past a wild card round. I don't think with this offense they could ever really win a playoff game. Yeah, I don't think the ceiling is super high for them, especially in the division that they play in, especially in the gauntlet of the AFC. But I do think that because the competition is so great in the AFC and is, is specifically in that division, that we might be underlooking them a little, especially the defense and Bill Belichick as a whole. This guy did not forget how to co- coach football. But I look at Mac Jones, Aaron, and he's such an interesting case study for me because in, in 2021, we were all hyped about Mac Jones. Then yeah. in 2022, he regressed. There was a very convoluted situation with the offensive coordinator situation that did not help him in any manner. And I'm just wondering what version we're going to see of him this year and if we might be writing him off a little too soon. Michelle, we're in an era where teams are scoring 30, 35 points like nothing. You know what the Patriots are trying to do this year? They're trying to play good defense and run the ball. Okay, good luck with that. That sounds like a great formula for 1988 football when Bill Belichick was at his heights as the defensive coordinator of the New York Giants under Bill Parcells. But until they get a bona fide passing game, and I'm not just talking about the quarterback, Michelle, can you name me a Patriot pass catcher? You know, like this team has the worst wide receivers of any team in the NFL, I would think. How they didn't end up with DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know. I think they really needed DeAndre Hopkins, but this used to be the team of Julian Edelman yeah. and Randy Moss and Gronk and guys that are going to the Hall of Fame that could get you 50 yards like that. You know what the Pats are going to do? They're going to run it on first down. Then second downs, and they might throw a play-action fake at you. But their offense is going to be pretty vanilla just because they don't have enough electricity on it beyond the fact that I think their quarterback is fine. No one's excited about Mac Jones but I think you could do worse. I just think the skill position guys around him, the way the offensive line plays, they just seem to me like a team that's going to score about 19 points a game and put everybody to bed. I'm with you. I'm surprised that they weren't more aggressive in pursuing DeAndre Hopkins and giving Mac Jones uh, another weapon to work with, a weapon to work with, right? But I, I do wonder what the runway is for Mac Jones. I wonder what the runway is for Bill Belichick. Who do you think has a shorter leash here if the New England Patriots do not have a, a what, I don't even know what a good season is for them. Eight wins, nine wins, would I mean, you put it in that category? Obviously, Mac has a shorter leash. I think that the Patriots explored replacing him this offseason. Don't you? Don't you yeah. think I mean, there were enough rumors about them trading up for this guy or that guy or acquiring, you know, didn't we talk? It might have been you and me did a day where we thought Aaron Rodgers could be going to play for the New England Patriots. Like, that was a rumor. That was a thing. So I think, I mean, Bill Belichick's, I think Robert Kraft knows, still the greatest of all time. As long as he wants that job, I think it's his. And I think if the offense sputters, Mac doesn't have a crazy coordinator situation to blame anymore. I think he would be the next one on the chopping block. So in talking with some people who cover the Patriots on this show, they have shared with us that there is real tension in the building between the way Bill Belichick views building a football team and perhaps the way other people in in the uh, building view building a football team. And while I don't think that Robert Kraft would fire him, I think he has too much gratitude and respect for Bill Belichick to do that. I do wonder if they sputter again this season, if maybe that's a conversation that's had behind closed doors. 
this is uh, I'm I'm giving you an out here so that it yeah. doesn't have to get worse because yep. he is getting to that age. I, I'll look it up. What is he? Seventy one. Yeah. You know, you have but to what wonder. What else is Bill going to do? Like, d- does he have boat? another yeah, interest? Does oh, he, he have hobbies? Like, he loves he, to sail. He loves that uh, boat. Michelle, he likes football. And in football season, he wants to coach football. And it's the only thing he knows how to do. And by the way, he's still really good. Like, you can't. I don't want to hear the argument that he's Tony Larusa falling asleep in the dugout last year for the Chicago White Sox. Like, this guy, is as, this guy is as sharp as anybody. Sharp as a tack. So... You know, if there was another team, like, for example, I I am around a team a lot, the Browns, where Belichick was before, where if things don't go well, they could have a coaching change. If you told me that there's a chance we could bring in Bill Belichick at 70 whatever years old, like, I am signing up for that. He's the greatest. He's still the greatest, especially on the defensive side where we, we didn't talk about this, but I do think that New England has a top five defense. They have some really good players. They found Kyle Duggar at Lenore Rhine. They have Matthew Judon. They just their receivers are Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne. And it's a bunch of no names at the skill positions for them. They they need a guy that can score touchdowns. The defense might score as much for this team as the offense does. But I do wonder, because Bill Belichick is the greatest, and because he is so entrenched in this job. And so addicted, frankly, to this job. Is he going to have to have someone encourage him to walk away? Or will he make that decision himself? It reminds me of of the Tom Brady thing. It's very hard when this is your life and you've been at the top of the mountain to have the self-awareness to say it's over. And I'm not suggesting that this year is that year for Bill Belichick. But I do wonder, is somebody going to have to intervene before it gets bad? And at what point is Robert Kraft... By the way, Bill Belichick is in a situation of his own making. He has set the the standards so impossibly high with his insane level of sustained success that when the Patriots are mediocre, we're talking about him being on the hot seat. So I do wonder at what point Robert Kraft is going to want to turn the page and start from scratch and say, not only are we going out and getting a new quarterback, we're going to go out and get a new head coach and we're going to revamp the front office as well. Because I don't think Bill Belichick is going to walk away. If he does that, Michelle, Bill Belichick is a non-renewable resource. There's only one. And it feels to me like if you just let Belichick go, I mean, whose job is it going to be to replace that guy? Good luck to whoever that is. It feels like for 50 years the Patriots are going to be looking back with incredible pride and admiration on the Belichick era like – If I was Kraft, I wouldn't be wanting to push Belichick out the door. Regardless of my ego, I would want to try to keep him positioned there for as long as I possibly could because I don't think there's a coach that you could find that could put them in a better position to win. We'll see what happens, but we know that Mac Jones, there's questions about him. Life comes at you fast when you're a quarterback in the NFL and you don't have immediate success. So I want to talk a bit about C.J. Stroud. We know that he's going to get some reps tonight in the Texans preseason game, but do you think the Texans should start him week one? Do you think they should just throw him into the fire knowing he's going to be their future at some point? I definitely do. Um, I think he's played a lot, which tells me that he's ready to go. And what else are they going to do? Who else are they going to play? Davis Mills? For That sounds like something that would happen for a week or two to bide time until the crowd's chanting for C.J. Stroud. 
Um, so I think C.J. Stroud is is probably should be ready for this. His last college game was his best college game against an NFL caliber defense for Georgia. He lit them up and played tremendous. And it's not like this is the guy that has 11 college starts. Like C.J. Stroud has started at the big house. He started at Happy Valley. He's gone. So because of his college playing experience, yeah, I think – and just who else is on the roster um, – I think they're going to need to go through some growing pains. And if I'm the Texans, I would want to go through those as quickly as I possibly could. So I'm with you. I really love the idea of throwing a player into the deep end and having them get as acclimated to the NFL as they can, get those reps while the team builds around them. But I also, Aaron, covered the St. Louis Rams and watched a guy in Sam Bradford who had all of the talent in the world and who had all of the success at the college level that you would want. And he got put into a situation where he did not have the weapons to have success and, more importantly, did not have the line to protect him. And I really worry about some of these young quarterbacks that are, frankly, going on to teams that are bad for a reason and worry about them staying healthy and not getting beat down physically and mentally because that's really hard when you are a player that's had so much success and it's been really easy for you and then you have to go in to the next level and get beat down and have to struggle week after week after week. Usually don't we know pretty early though if a guy is showing flashes and signs and starting to play well and it's like Trevor Lawrence had to go through hell. He did. He did. I mean, he had a horrible coach, worst NFL coach you could argue ever, this side of Nathaniel Hackett with Urban Meyer. And he was fine, right? I mean, now he's, what, the seventh, eighth best quarterback in football? I think if you're mentally tough enough to be a franchise quarterback, you have to be mentally tough enough to get through the growing pains because I think it's the case with every single QB. Michelle, Troy Aikman went 1-15 in as a rookie. And he thought they were going to run him right on out of Dallas. And it turns out he's the most successful quarterback probably in Cowboy franchise history. One of the most successful of all time. So I, I don't disagree with you that it is going to present some adversity. But I think if that breaks the player, the player wasn't going to be anything anyway. You hope it doesn't break them physically, though, because we saw that with Bradford and Andrew Luck. I mean, the beating that Andrew Luck had to take all of the time sure. is why why we saw his career end when it did. But we are viewing C.J. Stroud as the quarterback for the Texans' future. We think that he should be playing early. But what about Texans players? What are they thinking about C.J. Stroud? Here's Jake Asman from ESPN 97.5 in Houston. The reason why Stroud's been getting all the reps with the ones after a quarterback rotation the first week of camp between Stroud and the incumbent Davis Mills is because Stroud's looked better. And the teammates around him have started to buy in. Laramie Tunsil, the highest-paid player on the team, all-pro left tackle. He's already been saying, the C.J. Stroud's our QB1. Titus Howard, who now unfortunately got hurt, but they paid him to be the long-term right tackle. He said the reason why they paid me is to protect C.J. Stroud going forward. So the players on the team have already talked about Stroud as if it's a foregone conclusion he's starting. D'Amico Ryans has not said that, but I would be shocked, if healthy, if C.J.'s not starting week one. They know that he's the guy. He might not be the guy week one, but they know that that's who's going to be the future. They know that eventually he's going to be QB1. 25 college starts, 85 college touchdown passes for C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson is a totally different conversation. I, I fear for him because he didn't play very much last year, and everybody who watches highlights of him on YouTube loves him. 
But like Amber Wilson of ESPN Radio, who watches as much Florida football as anybody as I know, is yeah. totally down on him. You know why? Because really? she watched him throw all the passes into the ground that led to you know the issues that everybody had. I've seen C.J. Stroud play a lot. I've probably seen every, some, if not all, of all 25 games that he's played. He's the best, most pro-ready quarterback Ohio State has ever had. If you gave me a choice between him and Justin Fields, I'd take C.J. Stroud right now, today, wow. hands down, no question. I just think he processes the game at another level from where Fields is. I think Fields is a better runner, um, but I think Stroud is more long-term sustainable for what the NFL is. So I was going to ask you which rookie quarterback you're most excited to see this preseason slash in week one, but I guess you just answered my question in C.J. Stroud. I mean, I think Stroud will be okay. I don't know that he'll be great. I think Bryce Young is going to be the rookie of the year um, just because, again, a ton of college experience. He's got a little magic about him. I don't think he has long-term staying power in the NFL because of his size, but I think he'll make the splash quickest hello to the league. And I really worry about Anthony Richardson, but I know everybody who goes to his practices says that he's the most incredible, athletic, phenomenal, wonderful thing ever. But again, he's not the guy that I'd bet on. And look, I'm rooting for him. Anthony, if you're out there listening, sorry. If you're part of Anthony's family, I don't mean to just like rip on the guy. I, I think he's going to have a chance. But if I had to bet, that's the guy of the top three, Michelle, that I would not bet on. That's the order. I'd rank him in the order that they were drafted. What about you? I am i can't wait to see Anthony Richardson because he is more of a variable. The, the ceiling is, is really high, but the floor is also really low. Because so many of these other guys, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, they're more turnkey. We know what to expect from them. Anthony Richardson is so athletic. He's so electric. If he can find a way to have that consistency and to take that next step, he could be one of the most entertaining players in the NFL. But can he do that? That's the question, which is why I'm more excited to watch him. Yeah, I I think that he is the more wild card guy. But Judging based off of recent history, the the odds of all three of these guys being good is, are very – one is going to be a bust, one is going to be okay, and one maybe will be good, right, of the top three. So I think about like 2018 we can safely evaluate. Now, like Baker Mayfield was okay. He, he led the Browns to a playoff game. You know, it wasn't, a, he, wasn't Johnny Manziel bust. Right. Like he, he got some commercials. You know, he got it done a little bit. He's not Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the the real winner of all that. Now, Sam Darnold, that's a bust to me. We'll see. He might be the quarterback in San Francisco this year. But I I wonder how these three guys are going to break down who's good, who's just kind of meh and hangs around, and then who's going to be out of the league in a couple years. You know who I really had uh, my stock in? One of my, my worst predictions was Josh Rosen. Yeah. One of your all-time terrible. You thought he was going to be great. I thought I thought he, in this conversation, I thought he was going to be one of the ones that we talked about having success. You know, Michelle, I don't have much. I don't have one of those. I don't have a quarterback that I thought was going to be really good that ended up totally falling no? on his face. Only no? only starting a couple games. There definitely isn't a documentary out about him this week. Like that's definitely I. My evaluations of players are pretty spot on in general, especially quarterbacks. I'm usually all over the quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have you in an NFL front office because you've been so good at this. They should just hire you. You've unlocked the code. should be out on the scouting as Johnny Manziel's biggest (laughs) fan. I should be out on the scouting trail. Yikes.
He's Aaron Goldham. Pick, like uh, pick is in. Pick is in. Pick is in. Manziel. Johnny Manziel to Brown. What? It happened. It happened. Johnny wow. Manziel is a Cleveland Brown. The Philadelphia Eagles have traded the 22nd pick to the Cleveland Browns with the 22nd pick in the 2014 NFL Draft. The Cleveland Browns select Johnny Menzel. They did it! They did it! They did it! Yes! Yes! Get ready, Tony. Yes! Yes! Get ready, yes! Tony. The yes! circus is coming to town. Tony, sorry, I have to leave the show. Sports Center is calling. <laughs> Listen to this crowd at the Roxino. I'll tell you what, I love that piece of sound because that's what sports is, is being so excited about yeah. the possibility of greatness. Shame on whoever that guy is, though. I mean, getting so excited and being that big of an idiot, he must be embarrassed walking down the street every day. Well, Sports Center called, and so did Canteen Carlin, which is why Aaron Goldhammer is yeah. here. I'm Michelle Small. <laughs> Thanks, <and> Johnny. <laughs> coming up next, which team do you have more confidence in, the Bills or the Jets? We'll get into, into that next after Aaron has this word from Indeed. That's right. I got up out of my chair and forgot that I had this word from Indeed, but I'm all over it. I'm on top of it, just like I was that Johnny Manziel evaluation. When you're running in your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring solution, which makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. And then you can invite them to apply. You can schedule and conduct interviews all through the Indeed website. Here's what you do. You go to Indeed.com slash credit. You get $75 towards your first sponsored job. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
Welcome back into Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. If you want to give us a call, the topic of the day is about preseason football because we have two games tonight. We want to find people who love preseason football, who are going to be tuned in to the entire game. That is not an accurate reflection of the topic. We're trying to find people that are at least attending one preseason game this year. And we're trying to figure out why. Like, what is the appeal? And frankly, if you're a season ticket holder, you have to pay regular season prices. So what is it that you're looking for? Is Are you looking for beer? Are you looking for concessions? Are you looking to hang out with the players? Are you just looking to bring the kids and have a good time? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now, we only have time for one thing in this segment. Do you want to talk to Michael in Virginia who wants to defend Bill Belichick for something. I don't know. I guess we said something that was anti-Belichick. I'm not sure. Or, Michelle, we could talk about a list of teams and which team you have more confidence in. What do you think moves the needle more with our listeners? What do you think they're into more? Michael in Virginia or which team do you have the most confidence in? So I love our listeners, and shout out to Michael in Virginia, who's on the call. And maybe we can get to him later. But I say we move it around. Let's talk. Let's talk confidence. Michael in Virginia, Michelle Smallman just slammed the door wow. in your face. You want to know why? Because I don't think Bill Belichick needs to be defended. I think we all know how great he is. You know, if it was I, I want to defend Josh McDaniels as a head coach, then okay. So I'll hear what you have to say. So just to get into the instant replay, Michelle, there, you said, you know, I love our listeners. I do. But I love Michael. I don't I really want to hear. I don't, I don't know that I really want to hear from Michael. I just so don't we know. go. I guess we go off to Shannon Penn. Set it up, Michelle. Okay, Shannon Penn, producer extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. He we're welcoming him into the show. Let's pot up that music. Let's get the vibes going. Yeah. Let's bef- talk confidence in the NFL. We get, before we get to our confidence level right here, because we'll do a little either or confidence, just want to let you know, Aaron, that the phone lines are lighting up. After, throughout Ooh. the phone lines, there the phone go. number for people who are interested in preseason football. So after we're done with this segment, I will screen said calls because folks want to talk about preseason football. But Moving in the meantime, in. all right, tell me which team you got more confidence in. Easy enough. I'm going to give you two teams. You give me an either or. Simple okay. enough? All right, Michelle, I will go first with you. Which team do you have more confidence in, the Eagles or the Chiefs? I'm sorry. It's going to be the Chiefs until Patrick Mahomes is not the quarterback and Andy Reid is not the coach. They have the target on their back for a reason. They're sitting on the throne for a reason. As much as I love Jalen Hurts, I love the Eagles, I love what they're doing, I think they're going to be right there again this year. It's the Chiefs. I think you're dead wrong, Michelle. I think it's the Eagles because they have such an easier road back to the Super Bowl than the Chiefs do. The Chiefs have to go through a gauntlet of franchise quarterbacks, and they might be able to still do it and get back, but I think since their road is such a steeper climb than Philadelphia's is, if I had to bet one of these teams to make the Super Bowl, I'd definitely put my money on the Eagles and not on the Chiefs. All right, Aaron, which side team do you have more confidence in, the Bills or the Jets? Oh, my God. I kind of like both of these teams to hit the under, but... You know, Buffalo has done it, Michelle. So I will say I've got more confidence in the Bills. The Stephon Diggs thing is kind of weird. But the the Jets, now their offensive line is kind of a mess. They had a little bit of a debacle at practice. They got the hard knocks curse. Uh, I would say I got more confidence in the Bills, although I kind of like shorting both of these teams. Michelle? 
I'm going to go with the Jets. I know that the Bills have been there, done that, but they haven't been able to get over the hump. And it just feels like the arrow might be pointing a little bit down on the Bills. They had that tension between Josh Allen and Diggs in the offseason. I'm concerned about the turnovers with him, especially in the red zone. And maybe I'm drinking the Hard Knocks Kool-Aid. But it just feels like the Jets have so much young talent that defense is outstanding. And they're bringing in one of the best to ever do it in Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with the Jets. All right, Michelle, which team do you have more confidence in, the Dallas Cowboys or the Baltimore Ravens? I'm going with them. I know this is a really good one because both teams have a lot of talent but also have some question marks. Can I give a caveat? Can I throw the asterisk or, out there? Either or. Get confidence off in. the fence, Smallman. I'm going Ravens with a healthy Lamar Jackson, which you can't always rely on. But I just have more confidence in the former MVP to get it done. Um, the Cowboys find a way to cowboy it up. You know what yeah. I mean? I love Micah yeah. Parsons. I love You're the right. talent. The Cowboys right. find a way to, good to just – Trip all Ding. right at the goal line. So I'm going I, with the Ravens. I, I, I can't say it. I like Lamar at the end with the ball in his hands. I yeah. don't like Dak Prescott at the end with the ball in his hands. Give me the Ravens. All right, one more here. Aaron, start with you with this one. The New York Giants or the Jacksonville Jaguars? Which team do you have more confidence in? I got more confidence in the Jags. First of all, they're in a horrible division, and the Giants are in a division with the Cowboys and the Eagles, who we've already talked about in this segment. Second of all, Trevor Lawrence is bona fide. Bona fide. Daniel Jones is not bona fide. He's rich, but he's not bona fide. Give me the Jags. When you talk about quarterback head coaching tandems that get it done at the highest level, I think we're going to be talking about Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence in that same rarefied air. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is a, a Quarterback of a generation, I think we talked about him in the same breath as Peyton Manning and as Andrew Luck, and he's proving to be that guy as long as Urban Myers, not anywhere near him. And I just think that they were a year ahead of schedule last year. I can't believe how quickly they turned it around. They're going to be really good moving forward. All right, Shannon, thank you. Amazing. Love that game. Which team you have more confidence in? He's Shannon Penn and Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. Shout out to Michael in Virginia. Thanks for hanging on the line. Maybe we'll get to you next. But if you want to jump in on the conversation, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Coming up next, we're going to take your calls. And Joey Bosa says he consumes between 4,500 and 5,000 calories a day. We'll tell you what he's eating and why next here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. The countdown to kickoff rolls on. 28 days until the NFL season begins. 
Prescott has had a fantastic night. Windows my whole career. You want to win the Super Bowl. Continuing coverage. Touchdown for Lamar Jackson. Camp to camp. Team to team. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Alongside Aaron Goldhammer, I'm Michelle Smallman. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. You can always follow us on social media. He's at HammerNation19. I'm at M Smallman. And Aaron, everything in life is about perspective. And we've been kind of down on preseason football. We're like, yeah, we'll watch a couple snaps of C.J. Stroud and then we're out. But maybe we just need to turn it around. Maybe we need to get into this tonight excited and therefore the results will be better because we're excited about watching it. No, I'm going in low, and actually it'll <laughs> exceed my expectations. I'm sorry. Am I being a grumpus about pre- – what do you want me to – you know what? Fire up the Monday night theme. Oh, Football time, Michelle. Tonight at Gillette Stadium in New England, Bailey Zappi will be on the field for the New England Patriots as they go toe-to-toe with C.J. Stroud – for about five minutes before he leaves the game and some quarterback you've never heard of comes in. I'm Aaron Goldhammer alongside Michelle Smallman. And Michelle, we've been waiting for this preseason magic for months. What are you thinking? I couldn't be more excited, Aaron. I, hey, can you clear my schedule? We've got Bailey Zappi tonight. I got I got plans. Clear the schedule. <laughs> Let's go to Steve in Chicago. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Steve, are you Really excited for preseason football, especially after we just had that really dramatic lead in here. Hi, Steve. Hey, I'm going to tell you, you guys are getting me real pumped up, but I'm I'm on my way home at 57, almost home. But I already know I won't get into it. But Aaron, you really got me thinking, can you throw out the question, when a guy gives up his remote, what is he expecting to watch? And uh, for me, it's the Hallmark Channel. Uh <laughs> Uh, I didn't like oh. it at first. I love the Hallmark Channel, Christmas Hallmark, oh, all the right. Hallmarks. Uh, if I give it up, I know that's what I'm getting. So uh, can you throw that out there for me? Uh, yeah, you want us to ask everybody, when you give up the remote, what are you expecting to get? Like, I, I'm lucky. My wife is a big sports fan. So when nice. I give up the remote, a lot of times she wants to watch the game that we're watching, too. But she's all food networked out, man. I, I'm I'm beating Bobby Flay. Uh, I'm playing diners, drive-ins, and dives, guys, grocery games, and then she also does the Bravo, the Real Housewives, and blah blah blah. And I that I can't do. I, that I cannot stop. You can't. It's got a lot of good storylines and drama. You don't. You're not watching any of them. Like I've so here's never, what I, here's what I noticed. I, I can't Guys say I'm not going to watch it. My no. my wife likes it. My girlfriend likes it. My significant other likes it. And then through osmosis, or you know, we see them sitting on the edge of the couch and they're sucked in. And then the next thing you'll hear is, "Oh my god, I can't believe Candy and Marlo are fighting." Yeah, you're locked in. I know you no, are. I tried to enter into Salt Lake City and then Atlanta. Oh. I mean, oh. I've really I've given it a fair shake. I feel like I've given it a real chance. Below deck, I like. Uh, Vanderpump, I could even, you know, the whole fiasco. Scandaval, Scandaval. Scandaval, I was even, you know, I was down for a little bit. Uh, But I cannot do The Real Housewives. I'm sorry I'm out. Uh, I will leave the room. I don't even want to be around it. I don't want to be in its presence. It brings me down so much. Yeah, as a St. Louisan, Tom Sandoval, St. Louis guy, real bummed out. Not a great look for us. Let's go to Tony in San Antonio. Tony, preseason football. Are you in or are you out? 
I'm absolutely in, and I don't get this. I, nobody does this about the Grapefruit League in baseball. Like, we are – the very first couple of games are going to be the only games you actually see guys get series in. The last few preseason games, they're not going to want anybody to get hurt. I like seeing guys, maybe the last two people on the roster to make it. And let me tell you, here in Cowboy country, if you're in a sports bar on a preseason when the Cowboys are playing like this Saturday – I guarantee you, if they score and it won't even have to have a name on the jersey, people are going to cheer in that bar. <laughs> they love the Cowboys, but I, I disagree with your take about the Grapefruit League. I don't watch spring training baseball. You can't oh, like I do. that's that's really. Oh yeah, but I'm a weirdo. Like, have you been to <laughs> your Cardinal fan? Have you been to where do they train? Somewhere in Florida, Jupiter. Right? Oh yeah, Roger Dean Jupiter. Stadium. Are you kidding? I've been. Have you been? I've to, absolutely you've been to been. Roger Dean Stadium. You know, I've been. Got a really bad sunburn there, but it was an awesome time. Here's why: because the Cardinals always have at least one prospect that you're really, really excited about. Like, I would have gone this year just to see Jordan Walker. I was so excited about him that I would have made the pilgrimage to Jupiter, Florida to watch Jordan Walker. Even though I knew he was going to play in the regular season, I was that excited. I don't feel the same way about preseason football. So the one of the cool things about spring training is like training camp practices. You get to get up close and personal with the players. It's one of the few places in sports where if you really wanted to get to know even a big name guy, you know, you could go down to spring training and you could be talking face-to-face with Garrett Cole and hanging out yeah. with Aaron Judge. You get really close to the stars. Um, so that part of it I like, but I'm talking about the games. I'm talking about the fifth inning at Roger Dean <laughs> in a one to nothing scorcher when it's snowing back in St. Louis. Like, I just think that's a tough product. And the NBA preseason is also a really preseason sports. But the the football, they feed to us like it's national marquee delicious content when really it's a bunch of guys that aren't even going to be around on their team in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it might be a subpar meal, but Aaron, we're still eating. America is still eating. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Michelle Smallman. You're listening to Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up next, we're going to tell you about Joey Bosa's diet, I promise you, because it's outrageous. Plus, do we really know whether or not Deshaun Watson is still an elite quarterback? We'll ask Aaron. We'll discuss it next on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.